And welcome back to the DeathRollBroads.com video games podcast. As always, I'm your host, the Dead Man. Joining today, we have Alex. Yo. And Ziploc Bob. Hello, everyone. And if I sound just like I'm fucking high on cocaine, that's only because I have, in the past couple nights, only gotten non-consecutive sleep. Yeah, I saw you up at like three in the morning the other day. Was that last this morning? Uh, I was already awake. Like I didn't, I hadn't gone to bed yet at three in the morning. Yeah, Uh, those days. That's every day. I the past month I've been going to bed at six a.m. I usually don't go to bed that late unless like I can sleep all day. That's all I can do. I do this. This is my job. I bet when you're going to bed at six p six a.m. at that point, he's like, "Yeah, I'm going to bed early, just to be a smartass." <laughs> it's like, "Yeah, it's early. It's fucking six a.m. That's early in the morning." <laughs> yeah, but so early for me is waking up at ten a.m. to drive my mother to the airport so she can go to Florida for a month. Yay! Yay! Not yay. I'm still fl- I'm still in this fucking house and I'm in a basement. There's nobody else out here. I'm in the fucking country. Eh, fair enough. That just means no one can hear you scream. <laughs> no, that means there's no one there to hear him scream. Yeah. <laughs> a slight difference. There is a slight oh, difference yeah. there. The sound carries. It's just there's nowhere that one there to hear it other than him. Well, you know, if a tree falls in the woods and nobody's around, will anyone care? Squirrel might. Mm. And in this area, the little poster, I think my screams are cows. Oh, God. I hardly remember. They just... <laughs> Anyways. Oh, God. I, I was going to say something about moose, but I decided to hold my tongue. You fucking racist. I know. Just for that, you're going last. I usually go. I usually go last anyway. That's sweet. Not, that's not real. That's not really much of a punishment. Yeah, well, you know, he could scream so loud that the forest starts bleeding maple syrup. Okay, he's going I last go, now. I guess I, yeah, even, even I didn't go that far. Oh God! I just thought about how disturbing that actually would be. Okay, I only got like two second things. Let's just. I'm just gonna burn through these. Yeah. <laughs> so with the release of Sniper Elite 4, I decided to go back and play Sniper Elite 3. It is really hard to get a testicle shot. <laughs> the entire reason why you play that game, to shoot someone in the dick. Yeah, I've been playing that game for about two or three hours now in the, on like my second time through. And... I have shot so many people in the pelvis and only gotten two testicle shots. Does the game actually count that as like a, a score? That is an incapacitation. I guess I would say so the game can track that kind of thing. It's like you you managed a crotch shot. Congratulations. 
Yeah, but it's like it's not even an X-ray shot. It's just the bullet just goes slow mo and then goes in, and then you just see them go ah fuck my pelvis. <laughs> or ich bin ein mein pelvis because oh, they're Germans. God. So so is it harder? Is it harder or easier to shoot to do that than it is to hit somebody in the crotch with lightning like an infamous? Uh, infamous doesn't really track that. I know, but you can still do it. There's still an animation for it. There's an animation for it. I'd imagine it's... It might actually be easier in Infamous, because with this, there is a very specific hitbox you gotta hit. And it is very tiny, and you have a long-range rifle. Oh, God. Man, again, that, it's still, that game is still really fun to play. I just... I. It's really great that the Rebellion who make the game, they know what game they're making. <laughs> like it's a little self-aware. <laughs> well, no, I just think in the game it is deadly serious, but in the options menu. Yeah, the, I'm saying can, like the mechanics are self-aware a little bit. Yeah, you can set a custom difficulty where you choose the, where you choose the difficulty of the enemy AI as well as how realistic the bullet physics are. How many levels are there in terms of bullet physics? Uh, there is normal, which is just kind of standard game stuff. Uh, simple, which I haven't played on because I'm not a fucking baby. It and, sounds like arcade mode. Yeah, and <laughs> realistic, which is like you gotta you gotta like uh, equate for, you gotta like equate for um, wind and drop off. The rise and fall of the arc of the projectile. Yeah, and then you also and then you can also set how many uh, assists you have. Like the level of assist you have, because there are because you can do it where it's just everything moves well, everything moves at like regular speed, and you just kind of have to like line up the shot as best you can. Uh, I have it set to the highest level of assists, which is when I'm empty my lungs. Time slows down, and the little reticle begins to form where I should. Oh, the little reticle begins to form on my reticle, so that it, so that I adjust properly in order to hit the target. <laughs> Then I have the enemy AI set to the easiest possible difficulty. Because I'm not here. I did not come to Sniper Elite for a challenging gameplay experience. No, no, no. You just come to shoot people in amusing ways. Yes, I come to watch a bullet in slow-mo destroy the front of a Nazi skull 8,000 times. And it does that for me. Yeah, and it's especially great when yeah. like the physics go real fucking wonky. Like there have been so many times where I have like the couple of dick, the couple of testicle shots I've, I've been able to get. Both of them are immediately followed by the fucking character model freaking out so much that their fucking leg dislocates itself. <laughs> I can see that happen in slow motion. So it's just like, and then one of their nuts explodes, and then his fucking leg just pops out of the socket. Ow, my balls. Ow, my leg. <laughs> no. Um, you ever watch uh, Idiocracy? Of course. Oh, uh, yes. You, you're playing Ow, my balls, Ow. the game. <laughs> I'm fucking trying to. I'm getting more headshots than anything else. Because their nuts, again, are surprisingly difficult to get a bullet into. So you mean headshots, not head shots. <laughs> They didn't model a penis, just the testicles. Oh, well, you know. 
Yeah. So they, even, they if, had, even if you shoot somebody right where the fucking dick would be, it's just, oh, there's nothing there except balls. So they're mutant Nazis. Yeah, I mean, aren't all Nazi mutants kind of? I didn't, yeah, but I didn't know they were specifically, you know, dickless mutant Nazis. There's got to be a mod for that, right? <laughs> if there isn't, there will be. There will be now. Yeah, just the mod that adds the dick shot to it. Uh, neuro. Yes. I was like, oh, and- I, got a, I, like I got a headshot. Oh, man, I only got a shaft shot. <laughs> it's not a shaft shot. You performed the Prince Albert. The fact that that is a thing. <laughs> like is that I'm all for thing? like I'm all for the fucking yeah. body mod scene. Like, hey, it's your body, do what you want to. Why do you poke a hole in your dick and then stick a metal so bit it, through it? You know, you, I have no idea why, but part of me is just like, you know, if you ever take that out, you can be a supervillain. You're the human sprinkler. I actually, there was a, I watched a movie. Where a guy actually had like a Prince Albert kind of thing, but it was like with a chain going up to his like his nipple piercings or whatever. And somebody just fucking grabbed it and ripped it out. Hmm. And he was still able to yeah. talk. Oh, I'm sorry if somebody had the entire Prince Albert with it connected to their nipples, and I found my situation was like, yeah, you got to fight this guy for your life. I would just grab my, the we chain, need to stop jump talking. and plant feet on chest we need to stop run. talking about this <laughs> oh god oh, the nipple rings would get out first I don't know what the story is in fucking sniper elite because I don't give a fuck the story is you shoot, you shoot Nazis because yeah, why the, wouldn't the, you the story is I'm a sniper why wouldn't you shoot Nazis like isn't that what they're for yeah exactly well, like yeah you're uh, in Africa but they're still Nazis you know, it's like, what's what's the purpose of Nazis? Oh, it's somebody you can shoot at without feeling bad. Oh, Nazis like aliens and or robots. Nazis and zombies, those are the two things that are, that at one point were human, but we don't really consider them that way anymore. Yep. Once you, once, actually, once you lose all sense of self and become part of the shambling horde, or you read Mon Conf and go, oh, there's good points in here. <laughs> I've actually met people that felt worse about shooting zombies than Nazis <laughs> in video games, which I'm like, wow, you know, well, I mean, like zombies can't really help it. You know, it's like, no, you should actually feel like, good about killing zombies because you're just put, you're just letting them to rest like those. those that's, that's nothing but pain. That is a horrible existence. Oh, uh, you know, Saul and Grundy from D.C. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I've yeah. seen that episode. Yeah, the episode where it's like um, hot girl, like it's like it, she like yes, yeah, so this is suicide. Dude, episode it is, is like fucked. It is great. Everybody is like, like I was like, I, it's like they point out that he, he keeps coming back, but existence for him is painful, and she's the only person that can put him to rest permanently. As soon as you said that, I was like, man, I've been watching uh, uh, Justice League, and that episode is about to come up. Oh dear God! Yeah, you sleep now. It's like close, close your eyes. eyes. It'll be easier. <laughs> It'll be over in a bit. Punk! Ow! Punk! 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 Ah, come on! Talk about punk. the rabbits, Grundy. 
Tell me about the rabbit talk, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm going to hell. I just watched this week's Ninja Turtle episode where they just straight coal murder Splinter. For real? Yeah, for real. He gets fucking stabbed through the chest and thrown off a fucking 40-story building. Did he die? Yeah. We show him dead on screen. Wow, that's that's pretty brutal. Yeah, dude. It's fucking sick. Sounds like something that would be in the comics. I love it. I'm gonna say, isn't this like the Nick show? Yeah, this is the second time Shredder. Ha- this is the second time Splinter has been killed by Shredder on screen. What was the first time? <laughs> I wonder uh, if this is going to become a running gag. The first time is when the Triceratons <laughs> invaded and they tried to use a black hole generator to destroy the Earth. Splinter was about to deactivate, but then Shredder ran up on him and fucking just stabbed him right through the back, which then led to the destruction of Earth. What show is this? TMNT on Nickelodeon. The current w- one. Wait, they killed him twice? Yes, uh, they killed him the first time, but then the Fugitoid, voiced by fucking Doctor Who, whatever his name is. Went back in time. David Tennant, yeah, he went, he went back in time six months in order to try to stop them from making the fucking black hole generator. Yeah, uh-huh. that's, that sounds like the only logical way of fixing we destroyed the planet is go back in time and prevent the series of events from happening. So they I don't. find a new planet. Anyway, oh, yeah, sniper really, I there's not really much to say fucking about it. It's just hey, you gotta shoot dudes in the, yeah, try to shoot dudes in the dick, then fail and just keep shooting them in the head. A lot of fun. So it's a dickhead game. Got it. Yep. <laughs> Moving on. What else you got? So I've been playing this game for less than an hour, and uh-huh. I am scared to talk about it. Okay. Because its fan base is one of the most toxic fan bases on the internet. And that's including everybody on Tumblr. Is it a Sonic game? No, it's Undertale. Okay, I was about to say, because I got some serious hate when I reviewed Sonic 3, and I was like, it's a good game, and I didn't give it great. I thought, here I thought you were going to talk about the Ruby game, but okay, go ahead. Oh, right, they made a game about that, right. They did, yeah. It's pretty bad. What? Don't don't, don't play it. Oh, I mean, Ruby. Yeah, Ruby actually, Eclipse. I mean, I mean, this Ruby's not that bad as a show, but uh, they made a game and it's terrible. Don't play oh, it. I own it. I haven't played it in a while. It was still in early access, so. Oh. But it was like, but when I played it, it was at the point of like, yeah, they could do something interesting with this. I mean, it's. I mean, you know, it's. I mean, I. I, I mean, I guess it's not the worst game that you've ever played, but you know. Dude, you have to go pretty far down for it to be the worst game I ever played. It just—it wasn't. It's not. It's not. It's not nearly as good as as people act like it is. But they're just like it's Ruby. You're like, oh my god, Ruby! We get to play play a Ruby game, and I was like, it's not very good. It's kind of bad, actually. Wait, is it still? I can still Oh no, 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 no! It came out. It came out, and they made new characters, and uh, it's finished. It's pretty not. Like it didn't really change much from the early access. In fact, the character, the models actually got worse for some reason. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought the music was good. I'll give it that. But as well, far as well, like yeah, the rest of it, music is always like, good. I mean, they added the other team, but you know, Dreamcasty. The the other team is actually better than Ruby because like their characters are more polished. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I, it, the game just felt Dreamcasty when I played it. Yeah. But to be fair, it's been a while. Well, you know. Oh, wh- wow, wow. I did not expect it to be this bad. Jesus Christ. What? I looked at the scores. So, 
Ruby Glim- Ruby Grim Eclipse. In terms of actually being reviewed, for PC has been reviewed by two outlets. Mm-hmm. And has three user reviews. Mm-hmm. One of them is a one of them is a fifty. And there's a forty, and then the average user score is four point six. Ooh. Well, that's not that bad. That's average. Yeah, yeah, a little no, below average. Yeah. yeah. So, well, my so having talked about this, Undertale is nowhere near that bad. It is not even bad. It is quite good. Okay. Okay. It's just so the thing that I was afraid of is because if I say one thing that sounds vaguely like criticism and somebody who loves Undertale hears it, I might die. Well, here's the thing. It's well, we'll get free press, somebody- so go ahead. Tell tell yeah. us all about it, Dad. No, here's the thing. What's the worst that could happen? If, like, if you love, like, any piece of media, like, you need to, like, be able to accept criticism and be able to brush off people who hate it. Yeah, you're talking to the internet. That doesn't exist here. I really don't give a shit because here's the thing. People who are like, oh, well, it's the best game ever because I say so and your point's invalid. It's like, good, well, I... Will ignore you because I don't think your point's valid. Valid, so I'll just use your logic. Again, I like Gundam Seed, and I know it's terrible. Yeah, but like, that's so, not know. what we're talking about here. You're talking about a discussion with an individual. This isn't an individual. This is a fucking mob of people who have congealed it's, into it's, this it's, weird amalgamated <laughs> mass of fucking it's a, garbage. Just all consciousness. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. And, we are the Undertale yeah, legion of fans. Yeah, yeah, there is no individuality in that. It is either this is the greatest game ever made or you're going to die. Nah, see, even then, I'm just like, hey, I have a right to my opinions, and if the entire fan base wants to yell at me, we are the Undertalers. Cool. Go ahead, make a big hoopla of yelling at me because I can profit off of that. You will agree with us. Yeah, we can't. We don't have ads on anything. Fair enough. And should say. People begin trying to DDoS us. I have no real method of, of, of like defense against that because we don't have can't afford it. They wouldn't oh. go that far. Yeah, they would. Would they? Yes. Question mark. Question Answer mark. Yes. So Undertale. One asshole. <laughs> so I am a little under an hour into the game. I've decided to go as pacifism as possible. Yeah. yeah, you should probably do that early on. Largely because yeah, like I, I just didn't didn't want to hurt Toriel. I just really yeah, like Goat she, Mom. She is endearing. <laughs> yeah, and the one one thing I do like is like uh, I, I think it was Toby Fox, the creator, that was like, you know, I've always thought that you know, if a tutorial character that's gotten you through stuff really cared. They would actually literally hold your hand and walk you through it. So there's a part where they do that. Yeah. Yeah, they do. And <laughs> it's funny as hell to me. And I just got why her name is Toriel. Just now. Just now. Just now? Tutorial? Just now. Yeah. Tutorial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just got that. I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> you. Okay. 
Please tell me you know why the Skelly Bros are named their names. I haven't gotten... Oh, wait, the... You mean Sam's and Papyrus? Yeah. Yeah, they're both named fonts. The ones that they speak in? Yeah. Yeah. I knew that. I, I just... I was like, okay. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I have... So, so you're only an hour into the game. Yeah, I just met Santa Papyrus. Okay. Hiding behind a very conveniently shaped lamp. <laughs> I remember that. Uh. Yeah, so far this game is... This game's pretty fun. Like, I have never been really a fan of games with, like, random encounter stuff like kind of this game seems to have. Mm-hmm. But because I am going, like, pacifism route, I... Like, one of the reasons I really hated the uh, random encounter stuff in, like, a Pokemon or a Final Fantasy thing... Yeah. Is because going into a fight, I fucking end up always using up all my fucking shit. Like, oh, I am out yeah. of... Oh, God, I'm out of spells. I'm out of this. I'm out of that. I'm out of everything. And then I'm getting back to town, and then like, oh, hey, this fucking slime showed up, and now I'm dead. Now, Therese, do all that again. Yay! Yeah, th- I will say that game does have random encounters that I don't mind. Yeah, like, in and with Undertale... Because I'm going because str- I'm going straight pacifism, I'm not using any real resources. <laughs> yeah, and the games uh, like uh, and the games like avoid taking damage from the enemy attacks. They're easy enough to do that. I that I'm usually like leaving fights only losing maybe one HP for now. Yeah, yeah for now. But yeah, at, at some point, it's gonna be a fucking bitch. Becomes difficult. But uh, like, fuck it, I. I am enjoying playing the game like this. If I like it enough, I'll probably go and do a genocide run. Uh, you, After you exit the first area, you cannot do a complete genocide run. Yeah. In order like, to do a complete genocide run, you kind of have to kill everyone. Yes, and I know. Have- which is why, after I finish the game like this... Oh, yeah. You do, you do, you do know what happens with the genocide end, though, right? Yeah, it's like, like oh, hey, experience it, is actually fucking execution points. Uh. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Even if you go back and do another thing, your thing is kind of corrupted. I'm like, aware. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. I, didn't, I Again, didn't like that. Again, it's Undertale. Everybody knows everything about it Everybody now. Everybody knows everything about it. Okay, oh, then I, I don't have to worry about spoiling you. Yeah, no, I didn't like that. We are not went, fucking I, allowed to be surprised by anything. I, I actually went and like messed with the save so I could get rid of that because I was like, shut up, game. Don't get all meta on me. I will have my escapist power fantasy and like it. Yeah, beat my dick, Flowey, you piece of shit. You don't know time and space. Take take that, Flowey. You're a bunch of ones and zeros, you fucking pixelated garbage flower. Yeah. I was like, yeah, genocide run, and go to save file and change your flag. Okay, I can now do whatever I want, and I don't care, because the game will not control me. <laughs> take that. Take that, you piece of software I paid for. <laughs> uh uh, here's Everyone's like, you're, that's, you're missing the whole point of the game. I don't care. Suck my it's dick, a game. Bitch the, ga- the game does not play me. I play the game. It's like, to be fair, I beat, I did a pacifist run and turned it into a true pacifist run. And then I quit playing the game. <laughs> that's what you're supposed to, the, theoretically, that's what you're supposed to do. Like, supposed to- I, I was just like, you know, this, like, I got so endeared and caught up in the charm of the world that I'm just like, 
I'm not going to go back and fuck this up. But that's what they want you to do. Oh, they can want me to do it all day and night and long. No, I'm I mean, I mean that's, the me- that's the mentality they want oh, you to yeah. have. It's like, and you know what? I get it for what it is. And, um, but I do see the artistic direction they took with like, well, if you do go back or if you back and like, say, go through a genocide run, right? And play it like a normal RPG where you kill, you get through all your encounters, uh, by way of violence. It's like, it's like, yeah, just because you're not going to ever do it again, theoretically, doesn't really wash away the fact that you did it. You know? Yes, it does. This is a game. It does not control me. Yeah, but it's just like, it's not kind of a metaphor for real life. Just because, like, let's say you are a complete asshole back in the day when you are like 16, 17, like most people were. Like, I was a complete dickweed when I was like in my late teens. I'm still a complete dickweed. Like early adulthood. Like I was, you know, I was just a shady person. I wasn't. I was always a good boy. Oh, well, la fucking da Congratulations. Yeah, you've always been a good boy, and now you're on a website with only a regular name. I so, couldn't come up with anything clever. Uh, I guess I am me. boring. But, you know... You probably like, eat butter on toast, you fucking normie. <laughs> no, he eats untoasted toast. <laughs> <laughs> It's just I left it. I left, no it in, I left it on the windowsill in the sun for a couple seconds. It's warm enough. Sun toasted. I, to- yes, I, I toasted it by sun. <laughs> now I want sun tea, but it's we we're not getting enough sunlight for the next couple of days for that. Um, but you know, it's like to me at least, it was a nice metaphor for like, you know, if you're a good person, you will be rewarded for it. And things will eventually work out, even if you work through the hardships and a nonviolent way. But when you go to, you know, using underhanded or violent techniques, even like psychologically violent, that shit's going that, you know, that's kind of on your resume of life forever, you know? Yeah. And, you know, that's why I'm like, you know what? I, I this might not be the artist's intent, but it's my interpretation. And I kind of like it for that. I'm pretty sure that was the artist's intent for you to interpret it, actually. I mean, doesn't the game pretty much say that outright to you? Yes he's and like, no. He's like, and he's like, and now you should never play me again because you got a happy ending and you wouldn't want to ruin that for all the characters, would you? Well, Smiley let's face. see. Oh, I totally would if I was like five years younger. <laughs> 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 like, here's the thing. Like, you know, sometimes age breeds maturity. Not always. But if I was like five, six years younger, I would have, t- when I got a hold of this game, I would have done every type of run to this game that I could have. Because I was the type of person to where it's like, hey, I paid 20 bucks for the game. I'm going to get the maximum amount of utility I can out of it. Because I was very utilitarian. Yeah. You know? And to the point, I still am. But now, instead of trying to get as much utility out of other people, I try to get as much utility out of myself. So, you know, everybody I, changes. I'm going I'm going to have to side with Alex on this one. Like, it's... 
I kind of have a problem with the game telling me how I should play it outside of the game. Like, yeah, like, oh, hey, you got to do this tutorial stuff. Like, yeah, that's fine. But if it's like, all right, so you play it once. Now never play it again. I would be like, fuck you, you piece of shit. Oh, yeah, it removed like when David Cage, like, like fucking David Cage coming out of there and coming out with like heavy rain came out. And it's like saying, hey, thank you all for playing my game. You should only play it once. I am David Hayesh. So many emotions. Well, that's the. I mean, it's, it's all meta and stuff. That's kind of the point. Yeah. And still, you know, it's you can still get if, the if you point have if you have a game ignore it. Yeah, like you. Well, like you can get a point. You can get a point with a game, but if the point gets in the way of people enjoying your game, like there is, Undertale has like so many fucking random generated shit, or just other things that could be happening. That people want to go through and play multiple times, but then you are fucking punished for wanting to play the game more. Well, you're only yeah. punished if you get a genocide run. Yeah, you never get punished if you're like, I want to do another pacifist. Run. I mean, if you, if you keep doing pacifist runs, I mean, the game, I mean, you, I suppose if you want to keep, you know, having them go through the same things again, I mean, it's not like it really put it only punishes you if you get genocide in. But I must be boring as sin. Like, who the fuck goes into a game and plays it the exact same way they played it before over and over and over again forever? Well, te- te- well te- technically, you can Speed play... Speedrunners? Technically, you could play any any variation of pacifist to, to not total genocide run and not get the, you know, evil possession thing. Yeah. The That's- evil possession thing is only if you do a true genocide run. And then start a- the game again. And- yeah. Oh, and I, I've seen the YouTube videos. I thought the game fucked with me on the true pacifist run. The game really fucks with you on the true genocide run. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. I was like, uh, and I I kind of would like to say, hey, if you're, if you're someone that's like, hey, I want to do a genocide run, by all means do it. In a way, it's not it's not punishing you gameplay wise. It's just like, hey, you went with this narrative, and you can't come back from it. Although like, you can no get way. a true, you can get a genocide run and then do another genocide run, and the game's like, wow, that was kind of redundant, but okay. Yeah, it's like, haven't you already been here? Like, it's like I kind like I kind of figured you'd do something different, but all right. You know, like, it's meta, and it's like, uh, like. But then if you try to turn the evil spirit down, they're like, I already possess you, though. It's like, I'm already here. It's too late now. Yeah, it's like, you can't really back out now. I, you kind of, we kind of already agreed to that in the last playthrough. <laughs> hmm. Jump scare. No, I'm looking up this true reset thing. Oh, how to reset it truly? No, I just I just started going looking at some of the endings and it's like, oh hey, true reset. I think really? that yeah, that's 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 when you go and mess with the save file to remove that flag. Uh well apparently true reset is a function available after completing the true pacifist route. Oh really? Yeah. What when was that added? Wait, wait, what is it what's a true reset? After you complete the true pacifist route, it Let's th- it thoroughly removes all information stored in the save file, with one exception. 
which is if you complete a genocide run, then the first human destroys the world and all of its timelines. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, I know that. Oh no, I didn't know that counted. Yeah, no. If you if you complete it, oh, yeah. If you can if you complete a trespassers run, you can still reset and play again. The game just is like you know maybe you don't want to do that. You did kind of get everybody a happy ending, but I mean you can still be like screw you game. I'm doing that and you know get away with it. It's just if you know if if you get a true genocide run, then to to re, then to replay the game, you basically have to let the evil thing possess you. So if you so if you get a true pacifist run. Then, like, it's implied at the end that, like, he takes over and makes you kill everyone anyway. Yeah. And here's a note. A, a true reset will not undo the fact that you sold your soul to Char in order to respond to the game. No, once that... They, yeah, no, that's what, once you do that, you're pretty much... Although, if you, if, you, if you do that, and then you get, like, a variation of, like, a not complete genocide run, then I don't think anything happens. It's but this is one of the gen- other reasons that I have been very hesitant to play this game oh if you want to get a good laugh um when you go through your second run through and this will not take you very long to do when you start this run through name yourself frisk (laughs) okay you just trust me on this one do not look it up let's not spoil this for him I don't even remember what that does, actually. But you know, it's funny as hell. Okay. <laughs> That's what it is. But uh, it's like, and I, I will tell you this mo- much: it's hard mode, but it's not what you think. <laughs> I mean, I, I get the reference, but I forget what it does. Okay, it, it's not. Yeah, no, it's, no, no just it's not. Sh- sure, he could tell us when he does it next time because he's totally going to play Undertale a bunch of times, aren't you, Dead Man? Oh yeah, totally. This will be the kind the, of thing that the, I'm going to be playing. It's the greatest game you've ever played. Yeah. I'm going to be playing this thing till the day I die. God, I haven't played it in. Let's say I don't, I don't know when the game come out. Who the fuck cares? Uh, enough that there's like billions of fanfics about it. That could have. Yeah, that, that means it could have come out a day ago. <laughs> that uh, I was like, but billions of fanfics. Okay, it came out a month ago. <laughs> But yeah, um, I want to say it was sometime in 2015. Maybe yeah, that's true. To be fair, stuff gets fan fixed before it even comes out. Sometimes, so you know. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I haven't played it since the year it came out. Gasp! Oh my Dramatic god! Gasp. What? Like I said, I. Got a true past this run and went, okay, I'm done. Question and mark, the fuck exclamation on. point, question mark, exclamation point. Ooh, oh, God. All That's right. what I'm talking about, Undertale. I'm going to play it once and then never turn it on again. <laughs> That's true. Actually, uh, in fact, it's it's basically, you know, you can't win. Either it's the best game ever when you play it a bunch of times or you only play it once. Either way, somebody's going to be mad at you. Yeah. The only, like, the only winning move is not to play. So, Undertale's Thermal Nuclear Warfare. Got it. Absolutely. So. about it is. Alex. What have I been playing? Yes, and sorry, it appears the ambient has kicked in. Oh, fuck. I am barely keeping awake. Alex. Oh, all right. So, I finally finished Tales of Zillia after putting it on hold for a while. 
and it ended up being a surprisingly good Tales game. Well, most Tales games are good, but I was I was surprised. I was expecting the story to be pretty bad. It actually was pretty good, you know. Except then there was like a, you know an alternate parallel world, which just kind of thrown at you at the end. You know, because it go it goes it goes from a war between two kingdoms to but actually there's a secret world beyond the barrier that nobody knew about where people come with Magitech. And that world is dependent on your save files. No, it's not. This isn't this isn't uh, Undertale. <laughs> Thankfully. Undertales of Zillia? Yeah, no, no, no. No not Undertales of Zillia. Not Undertales of Undertales. No, Not it's just tales of underwear. You know, it's just so, but uh, so so there's a parallel world, you know, where they don't have magic. Naturally, but they have, but they have magitech, because the people with the magic were all taken to this other world by God because the magitech kills the spirits or something like that. I didn't quite understand what they were talking about with that. That's determination, my friend. So, <laughs> so yeah, I can make Undertale so, jokes. Fuck you. So so you go there, yeah. So you go to this other world, which consists entirely of one town and uh, like one dungeon, because they kind of ran out of time for the game. It's a little unfinished towards the end, but uh, so so you so you start you start to make peace with uh, with this other world, and things look great. But then the the emperor king of uh, from from the first world. Of which uh, that war was resolved by uh, one one of the uh, one of the empire's uh, kings dies, so this other guy just kind of gets to control the whole world by default. Nobody really stops him on that. They're just like, okay, you can be king. You can be king of the entire world now. Even your party is okay with that. But then you're like, okay, we made peace, and he's like, no, they're a danger to us. We need to go to war with them and genocide all the the. Uh, people of this Kill. other world is what he says in Japanese in the English version he just wants to destroy all their magitech you keep saying things and I keep and I keep just flashing back to talking about god damn it talking about talking about Final fucking Fantasy infectious Undertale's <laughs> ruined me sorry about that oh don't worry I'll wear off in about a month in a, in a month assuming you don't keep playing it yeah a month from the last time you played it because that thing was just mm. so it's, so, it's like shaking off heroin. It's doable. It takes a little effort, though. So, uh, M- Mila gets her spirits back, which uh, was the things that she had at the beginning of the game that she loses. But uh, she gets them back. Yay. And the Tales of Series gets summon magic again. Hi. Which is cool. Which is kind of cool because, you know, ever ever since they made it so that, like, this, the gameplay doesn't stop when spells cast, but, like, it keeps flowing into the combat. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they pretty much didn't have summon spirits as attacks anymore, you know, because it didn't really gel with the system. Like Tales of Symphonia was the last one I think to have it, and uh, they had it where like it's it was it's a like a once in a very it's um it's it's one of theirs like special attacks that you can only use once in a while that freezes the screen. And that was the only way you could summon them, which made them kind of useless. But here they 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 uh, invoked it into the combat so like you know a spirit appears and starts attacking but you could keep fighting with the the real-time combat so that was pretty nice it was like so basically you summon something and while the summon thing is doing its thing you can still do shit yep that is awesome 
pretty much. I mean, it only does it only does uh, like you know maybe a couple hits. Or oh, I think, but that's still. I, I, think, I mean, like I think the the water one just shoots a water beam which hits a few times. So I mean, it's not quite as damaging, but yeah, the summon. Uh, you you can still move and the summon still attacks, so it gets incorporated into the flow of combat. Yeah, I mean, uh, essentially, it's a DPS DPS boost. Although I think if melee gets knocked over, the summon goes away. But oh. uh, I never really checked that because they're pretty overpowered. <laughs> but they also they're also kind of expensive and kind of drain her tech points pretty fast. So, uh, so yeah, and uh, hold on one. I think Alvin betrays you a total of ten times throughout the game. Ten. And, uh, ten, yeah, I think I think it was ten. You know, once I'm like, okay, maybe they propped him up to do it. Two, I'm like, two, I'm like, okay, what the fuck do they got on you, man? At three, I'm like, motherfucker's gotta die. <laughs> Yeah, well, he was he was a spy for one of the kingdoms, but then it turns out he was actually a spy for the other world, and uh, and he was he was doing that because so he he was trying to get back to the other world because he want they he was part of a group that wanted to go home, and uh, then that doesn't work, and then he cuts then he cuts a deal with one of the other villains to send him to go home, and uh, then that doesn't work, and then he just goes crazy for a while because everything was pointless and he tries to kill you in despair. And then, then you actually fight him, and the main character beats him up, and uh, he's he's like, "Just kill me already! My life is tragedy, and I'm tired of living." And he's like, "Don't throw your life away, man!" And then he leaves, and then he comes back again, and uh, you think he's gonna betray you one more time, but he's like, "No, nah, you know what? I've learned my lesson this time." So yeah. uh, after yes, after about ten betrayals, he finally stops betraying you and rejoins for good. Well, it sounds like, you know, the... Till the sequel like, betrays you yet again. Well, it's not even that. It just sounds like, you know, the... The entire thing with the abusive uh, boyfriend or girlfriend is like... <laughs> you know, she, she's only like this when she drinks, I swear. Well, Don't worry, the more she's sober up... A lot of times he'd betray you, and then he'd come back in a situation where, like, you kind of have no choice but to, like, accept his help, because otherwise you're going to die. You know, it's like he's like it's like I mean, he's like I could save I could save you from the boss or you can tell me to go away and then I'll leave and then you'll probably die. You could do he's that. Like, oh, right. save me for the boss, then afterwards I want to kill you. Yeah. And just totally backstab your ass so you're not a problem later. And he's like no, no, you no, will no, 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 although the the party gradually goes like from like being like, "Oh, okay," to like really hating his guts by the end. By the end like none of them really like him anymore and they're like, "You know, we're only letting you do this cuz you're probably going to follow us anyway." Like, it's like, congrats, you're human herpes, we cannot get rid of you. Yeah, I mean, we tried to kill you, and you were only like, you welcome to death, so we kind of feel bad about that now, so we're Wait, not going to kill you. Wait, why? Why? Just fucking say, hey, I'm here to help you guys, hey, you guys need to take my help to treat this boss, and they say, alright, great, you pull aggro, we're going to like sit over here, bye, and then just run away. Yeah, no. And it's like, we're going to do DPS from the distance, until well, you, you, you die. <laughs> you can't make him do, yeah, you can't make him do all the work, because, you know, the the main characters have to do the plot stuff. Well, that's dumb. Oh, well, fuck you know, that. I mean, they could se- I mean, they could send him in alone, but that really wouldn't do much. Why not? Is he that powerful? No, he's not. He's not that powerful. He's not one of the most... The, like, he's, he's not powerful. In fact, when he fights the main character one-on-one, he gets his ass kicked pretty badly. 
And the only reason he doesn't kill him is because he's like, you know what, just kill me already. And he's like, ah, I can't do it when you're begging for death. It's just not sportsmanlike. Fuck sportsmanlike. I'd feel like you're wasting. I feel like you're wasting your life. Also, because one of the other characters apparently sacrificed it so that they could all live, and he's like, it'd kind of spoil her sacrifice if I killed you now. Nah, dude, you all lived, and then he chose yeah. with his life to give up his life. Yeah, no, he's just so fucking. He's just imagine like, just get imagine out of if here. that fucking Solomon Grundy scene we had earlier was like, hey, "Good fuck, kill He's like, "Nah, I want to be sportsman." Like, come on, let's get up, let's fucking do this. And this Hawkeye just like fucks off into space. Yeah, no, no. So they keep they keep letting him come back, and uh, no, eventually he's like, because the final boss gives him. He's like, so so you're totally gonna betray them again and join me, right? And he's like, uh, no, no, he's not like, this time. He's like, no, I'm, I'm kind of getting tired of that. I'm gonna try to be, you know, good. Yeah, no, no. They all look and they're like, you're gonna betray us again, right? And he's like, no, no, I'm not gonna do it this time. I'm like, I'm cool. It's like, hey, white mage, keep an eye on him. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not going to betray you this time. I promise. If it does anything like, funky, although the, the second to last time he does say, "I'm not going to betray you this time," I promise, and then he does, I guess, kind of betray you anyway. What's kinda? Well, it's like, it's like I said, it's not, it's not so much a betrayal as him just like going crazy and trying to, you know, suicide himself into you. It's like just use you to kill him. Yeah, no, cause, well, no, because you you all get scattered, and then when you run to him again, he's just like, ah, everything we did was pointless. Ah, I'm gonna kill you. And then you know you that's when you actually fight him, and then you beat him up, and then he's just like, just kill me, right? And that's when they do the whole like, I can't kill you. Ah. Just w- just wouldn't be fair. So yeah, and the last one isn't so much him like joining the bad guys is just like you know. Wait, the fuck do you mean it wouldn't be fair? Fit. He's asking you to do it. That is entirely fair. Yeah. No, he's just like, ah, it's, I can't do it. God, these fucking people are jackasses. On the although, on the other hand, it's possible to lose that fight, and then he can't kill you either. He just he puts his gun in his face, and he's like, "Ah, I can't do it," and then he runs away. And then I guess presumably the same thing happens when you run into him again, where he's like, "No, nah, I really won't betray you this time for reals." These fucking people. And then it can't. And it, yeah, and then it counts. Uh, I'm sorry, but there's just no pathos here. Yep. No, it, just, it, it felt like they were parodying it, like because every Tales game has a traitor, but it usually only happens once, and not ten times. Not not ten not, times, and they keep coming back. Not enough to where if you did a let's play of this game, you could fucking use a, the counter gag for it. Yeah, no, it's uh, you know, usually usually they betray you once and then they come back, or at least some in some cases they don't come back at all. But uh, no, it's not like I'm, I betrayed you. I'm back. I betrayed you. I'm back. Sometimes he doesn't even leave the party when he does it because, like, the people he sold you out to immediately betray him, and they're like, "Yeah, we're not actually gonna, we're gonna kill you anyway." And he's like, "All right, I guess I'm back in the party, even though I didn't leave. Let's go beat these guys up." It gets kind of silly after a while. It's like, how long did you leave? Oh, about three nanoseconds. Yeah, no. It's like, it's like, all right, guys, fuck you. I'm going to be a bad guy. Oh, wait, I'm back. Just, well, no. help, please, help. I'm gonna die. Don't you forget yeah. about me? No, he, he, doesn't, he, doesn't even have, he doesn't even have time to leave the party menu. <laughs> literally, literally in the in the course of one cutscene, he's like, oh, "I'm betraying you. Oh, I'm back." <sighs> so, uh, but because Zillia was so popular, they made Tales of Zillia Two, which is one of the best Tales games in terms of gameplay. 
but the plot is pretty terrible. The <laughs> plot is uh, the plot is like let's squeeze the last let's squeeze the few vestiges of plot of Zillia we didn't get. We couldn't fit into it, and then let's kind of drag the game out after that. And since we killed off a lot of characters, let's have parallel universes and time travel so we could keep running into characters that died in the first game so we can reuse their character models. Yeah, because that doesn't make any that doesn't make the narrative confusing at all. No, how well, would it? Let's just put it this way. Um the very first level you're on a train, and midway through this like weird time thing happens where you apparently get shifted into an alternate dimension for a little while. So you meet a character, they die horribly. You beat the boss, and like the dimension stuff goes back to normal. Then you run to that character again. At and any like, point during the game, do you get to suplex the train? No, 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 no. The train, the train, the train Damn. is a setting, and the train is no. This isn't the Phantom Train. Fuck. <laughs> this, this isn't the Phantom. You don't fight the train. The train is not alive. The train is just <laughs> well. My interest just a has now plummeted. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, there is no fighting of the train. No, but you just like didn't you just die horribly? And they're like, no. No, that, that didn't happen. Like, what are you talking about? We just meet, we're just meeting for the first time, and everyone goes, "What?" And they scratch their head. You know, time. And uh, and then you get and then you get the the two final bosses of Zillia One actually join the party, and it's really weird. It's like walking around with Sephiroth in your party. Uh. <laughs> The inti- if I actually, I just pictured me walking around with Sathoroth as part of like a four-man team, and I'm like, okay, unless this is like big, the boy band, big bad bosses towards Sathoroth, Bowser, Eggman, and Ganon, I do not see this ending well for me. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! He's uh, he's he's uh, he's perfectly legit now. This this is the guy that that extended the conflict in Zillia One. By deciding to go full genocide on the other world, just when you manage to work something out with them, but then when you beat him at the end, he's like, "All right, I guess I won't kill them." And then he gets to go back and be like Lord Emperor of uh, the of um, the first world. Oh yeah, in the second world, uh, they they have traveled between the two, and they sort of have a peace thing going on. So this is weirder, officially weirder than Earth Three from DC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so. Can I get Ultraman back? He was actually more believable. Yeah, no, so... <laughs> yeah, come on, Johnny so you, Quick and Power Ring are coming to fuck you up. So you get to travel around with uh, the final boss of Zillia 1. Both of them, actually. There's two of them. It's a it's a team battle. And he's pretty much exactly the same, except he has less HP. He even has all his moves. It's kind of interesting. No, see, I kind of like the Superman that freebases Kryptonite. <laughs> <laughs> Only green kryptonite. Surprisingly, his version of green kryptonite is purple kryptonite because that makes fucking sense. Yes. Yeah, you know, and kryptonite Kelsey, itself and- is just so believable that turning it purple just it just it throws the whole thing out the window. And also, Zelia too has a new main character, but um, because he doesn't want to, I guess I guess they want to to take too much attention away from the other characters of the first game, he, mm-hmm. he's a sort of like a silent protagonist. And by that, I mean, he, he talks, but he doesn't talk a lot. He mostly has dialogue options, and he just like goes, yeah, we're okay. Mm-hmm. We're sure. You know, stuff like that. 
Mm-hmm. Except when he's forced to talk, in which case he'll be like, well, I think we should do this, 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 and this. Also, he's three characters in one. Usually, you have like one weapon and one like attack skill set. He has three of them that he can switch between. This just sounds like fucking nonsense. No, 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 no. It's actually pretty. He's actually pretty fun. Like I said, this is probably one of the best battle systems in any Tales game I've played yet. But the story is. I mean, it sounds complicated, but I think it's only if you wanted to master them all. It's like, hey. Do you prefer this? Well, then go this route. If you don't, like the first option A, try option B. If not no, that, you, you we can, got a third you option. Can, you can master them all. Oh, you I'm can, not saying that you can't. I'm just saying like, hey, this is like my second Tales game ever. It's like, okay, well, here's some options in case you want to play around. Yeah. Sort of thing. Yeah, pretty much. But, uh, yeah, no, he can he can go like, oh, I'm going to hit you with a sword, and then when I juggle you into the air, I'll jump up and hit you with a hammer, and then I'll jump away and shoot you with my guns. And you can do all of that. It's pre- it's it's fun if you know what you're doing, but it's also kind of hard. Because most characters usually only have, like, you know, one set of combos and skills, and he has three. He actually has four, because he has a super mode where he gets a spear, so he has four weapons instead of three. When most characters have one. OP <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. In fact, he's so overpowered, one of the bad endings has you fight all the party because he just he decides to like, you know, object to what they're doing. So you have to fight everybody by himself. And you probably could do it considering that it's like, oh, I can only do this one thing. Well, you're dead because I counter it with this. Yeah, no, well, I no, can do this one thing. Well, you're dead because I counter it with this. Yeah, but it's one guy versus eight. <laughs> All y'all groups, bitches activated my trap card. <laughs> it's pretty It's pretty hard, actually. I didn't even try to do it. I haven't finished the game yet because uh, all this time stuff is starting to hurt my head. Uh-huh. Yeah, it sounds like, it sounds like you're about to start bleeding out of the fucking nose. Oh, oh wait! It gets it gets more complicated because I have one more game to talk about. Oh, oh goody! God. It's also an, it's also another Tales game, and it also deals with time travel. Jesus Christ! Okay, I'm gonna go uh, make some popcorn stuff. Hey, hold on, hold on, you hold got on, this wait. one right. Well, this is this, yeah, this is <laughs> no, this is don't the leave very me. Fir- this is the very first Tales game ever made, Tales of Fantasia, for the PlayStation, which didn't actually come out in the U.S. <sighs> So I kind of possibly might have used the unofficial translated version, but I wouldn't don't swear. really have options. I would, yeah, I don't really have other options. So hold on, I had to take notes for this. All right, so the main character is your average, you know, peaceful villager guy, until his village gets raised to the ground, as most tales games usually start with your hometown getting destroyed. Naturally, although, although Zelia didn't actually. All hometowns remain perfectly intact, which was a pleasant surprise. So a bunch of knights come, kill his family, because they want to unseal this guy named Daus, who is basically a blonde warlock, who is this legendary demon king, or supposedly, who uh, he apparently appeared at he he in the he was in the history books as a warlord from a hundred years ago suddenly appeared in the present ten years prior to the story and was sealed away. So they unseal him because he was sealed by a blood seal from the main character and a couple of the other party members. And uh, 
he zaps them, and they go a hundred years into the past, where most of the game takes place in this Magitech war, which is pretty complicated. And I'm not going to go into it, but the but the point is, um, eventually you get you, eventually. Uh, well, I can't even I can't even follow my own notes. Outstanding! This game sounds yeah. amazing. It's, the, it's, it's like this is like taking notes on um, multiverse theory. The game, the, the game simple is simple version. The, the game, the game is fun, is but I follow, even but... I wasn't really sure how Douse worked. I took notes and I'm still confused. <laughs> okay, Let, let's just all right. So, so you kill Douse. He jumps to the future. You follow him into the future, and you kill and uh, you kill him there. But then, because you changed the war in the past. By ending the war before it started, it was supposed to run for ten years. It only ran for one. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's another Douse somehow, who is unaffected. Apparently, Douse is like because he has the power to travel through time. He's able to like exist outside of time. Yeah, which, whenever he changes time, he doesn't change his local time. He makes a alternate universe. A, something like that. No, he makes an alternate him. Yeah, and that also so, so there's a second time remnants. Yeah, so so there's so there's another Douse who uh, who he's not he's not quite as crazy because he didn't fight a war for ten years and then he gets sealed in a coffin for a hundred years. So um, basically, this 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 is the one who's the final boss, and you basically have to fight him again. So basically, uh, you have to kill him three times throughout the game. And he, and even after you kill him, he somehow still he somehow still exists in an alternate time world, but not really. It's just an alternate him, and my eyes are starting to swirl over. Yep. Oh, anyway, God, I'm glad I played simple shit. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. This I don't play. I don't play simple games. I play uh, RPGs that take weeks to beat and have me have to take notes so I can figure out what happened, and I still don't know what happened. So what are you yeah. playing, Ziploc? Uh, I played the 2014 version of Strider. Um, <laughs> the plot in it is very, 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 very simple. Yep, they're bad guys. Kill bad guys. I, I, I seriously, here, like, let me look at my notes for this game for when I'm reviewing it, because like, it is all my notes. Like, include the developer stuff for, like, behind-the-scenes stuff, right? Because I think that actually does matter to see if they did what they were meant to. Did you take notes Did you take notes and still somehow be unable to understand what you just played? I've only did that for Final Fantasy IV. Oh, okay. Um, and Legend of the Dragoon. Ah, uh, Legend of the Dragoon. Yeah. I don't, Dragoon. I don't even remember what happened in that game. Yeah, I just love the combat system. It was it anyway. was fu- it was fun, but I don't remember. But yes, continue. Okay, so the story notes is set in the year Mayo 0048 in an alternate dystopian future. Earth is under oppressive iron-fisted rule of a mysterious and all-powerful Grandmaster Mayo. Apparently, this asshole is so powerful that, as far as like his political reach, that he's like, yeah. We're renaming the calendar system after me, and is now year one, and he has been in power for at least 48 years. 
Um, you play as Hiru, who's the youngest agent to reach, uh, like, special A class in the Shriders training program. So, standard new Naruto uh, village O ninjas, except yep. for these are cyber ninjas. Yup. See, I, I've I've seen Strider. I've heard of Strider. I've never actually fucking played a Strider game before. I played the I played the Strider that you're talking about. Yeah, this one is like a Metroidvania thing. Yup. But the problem is, is that it has such a like on the gameplay aspects, it has such a push towards like. Move fluidly, kill everything that fucking moves, and don't stop for shit that the gameplay kind of discourages you from exploring more than what you have to, and maybe getting some more health shit. Because anything out of that, it's like, oh, I get bonus stages to play from the main menu, which, whatever. And the game's really fucking short. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it tells you to kill everything as fast as possible. Yeah, so I beat the game in a day. When I say a day, I mean eight hours. Yeah, when I play the game, I I managed to get through it and beat it, but after that, it broke. Uh huh. So now I can't play it anymore. Huh? Wait, how did it break? Yeah, like you get a you get a dash move that you can eventually do, and when I did as so when I do that, I dash and then I just go forever. Okay, that's supposed to only have like a range of like five feet. Or I will go through a door, and then as it's going into the next area, it will like it does like a sliding camera kind of thing where where you go through the camera, then like slides over into the next room. As it yeah, does like that, Mega Man. Yeah, as it does that, it goes partway through and then stops. I don't know if you want to go for a weird bug that I noticed. Like I only ran into it three times. I was playing the PC version. Is I was going so fast. God, I hate that phrase. <laughs> Mainly because that's how the Flash solves all of his problems. Come on, man. Well, how do you solve problem? He ran so fast. He's got to go fast. So wait, did the bug keep persisting even after you reset the game? Like mine? Yeah. Yeah. I well, uninstalled it and reinstalled it and it still persisted. That's weird. Well, that's dumb. Oh, that reminds me of the time I broke uh, Diddy Kong Racing forever. And it's on, uh, using a GameShark code. And it's on PS4. Too. Like, this is a fucking console bug. Oh, okay. I was playing on PC. That's weird. The bug I ran into is I was going from one area to another so fast because I was like, okay, let's go and like just get all the health and energy boost. No, stuff, one, time right? I, one time I put so many Game Shark codes into Diddy Kong Racing, I permanently broke the cartridge. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> even, 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 when, uh, even when I took the Game Shark out and put it back on. The damage was still done. Yeah, because it fucked with the uh, ROM. Yeah, I got the battery on that thing that popped that back in. Yeah, no, I just, I gave up. I was like, okay, I guess I'm never playing this again. All right, you just got to clear yeah. the CMOS on this thing and then we'll be good to go. No. Yeah. Um, I would be going from one area to another so quickly that it wouldn't load the uh, foreground. <laughs> For that area, like <laughs> it's, it still would have the collision. So I'm what? So I'm fighting invisible enemies, running and sliding up and down invisible walls and floors, 
trying to get where the fuck I'm going. The only way to correct <laughs> it is to go back until the to where the game last loaded shit and tr- keep on going back and forth until it finally fucking loads. I mean, even though I say finally fucking loads, it was like, okay, just go back and, okay, now it's loaded. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> it's just like... What, did you, like, outrun the game's loading and it put you yes. nowhere? <laughs> yes. I was going so... I was got to the point where... Because I had the game on normal. Apparently, I should have been playing, should have been playing on hard. So you basically... You went, I'm just you too good for black. this game. <laughs> it's like you jumped out of the game itself. No, it's like it would still have all the collision detection that you'd have with, like, the floors and stuff if they loaded in. But the visuals didn't load in because I was going too goddamn fast. <laughs> There's another game like that. Like you can you can go so fast you can actually outrun the game and you have to wait for it to like catch up to you. Is it Sonic? I don't think so. I think that's Sonic 06, actually. Sonic 06 or Sonic Boom. Like there there's a fucking Sonic Boom, like the game drums playthrough where they walk into an area that didn't load in right. And so like they got to a point where they just watched the game just fucking break. Then they went back out the tunnel where they where they came from, and it turned into an entirely different area. It's like what the fuck? Wow. <laughs> or like they use that weird yeah. like knuckles like fucking dive punch jump glitch, and just, yeah, just goes so, and just goes so far ahead they actually break the game and they fuck up one of the buttons yeah. they need to activate. Yeah. Like, I, wait, I know wait, it's wait, Symphony you- of the Night. You can go to like places you're not supposed to, and it's all glitchy. But that's because you're not supposed to go there. Yeah, I mean, well, technically, you're not supposed to go there the way they got there, so that's what broke it. Yeah, it's like there, it's like this was not next in the load registry. (laughs) Or it's like all right, so once they get to load shit, all right, so once they get to this area, then we'll start loading on the next area. Oh, they're in the next, they're in the other. Oh, oh God, what's happening? Everything's on fire. It's like it's like you load A, then you load B, then you load C. It's like well, we're going to go from A to J. Good luck, asshole. It's like. Fuck! Welcome to the sub-ocean, you fuck bitches. It's the power it of crying, you motherfucker. I mean, the game is fun, but when I, I think I did that, like, again, it was only three times out of eight hours. Um, and it wasn't game, there was no game, nothing game-breaking. It was just a glitch. So I might not even mention it in my review, because it was just eight, it was, okay, whatever. It's a small and... Inc- consequential glitch but you yeah you start the game when you start the game you don't feel you feel decently powerful you're like yeah i'm a match for these guys you know these little peons can't touch me then you run in your first boss is like oh i gotta or your first sub boss like or special enemy type you're like okay so i have to actually use some tactics then you run into the dragoon which is the first boss and you're like oh it's going to be this type of game. Oh, I, thought, I thought you were going to say, and then death shows up and takes all your stuff. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. You don't start all powerful. You just start stronger than the base enemies. Ah, yeah. yes. You know, like Metroid. Yeah, like, you start off decently weak, and you just get stronger. It's not like Castlevania Symphony Night, where you start out super strong, get weak, and end up even stronger than you first were. If you play it right. Um, this game what did that well. The only problem is, is 
like say the Metroidvania way of making a level design doesn't work for the fucking game when it comes to exploration because all the gameplay makes you want to not explore but get to the next checkpoint and all and the level design is like hey there's all this shit to find and I'm like I give zero fucks <laughs> I'm killing fuckers and having an awesome time but yeah uh the voice acting of this game oh <laughs> I mean don't get me wrong it's not good Yes, is it of course like it Metal Wolf Chaos or Resident Evil? Well, it's like... For you, Strider here, you're the master of unlocking. This is like 80s bad. Like 80s anime dub bad. Except for this one guy. Whose voice acting is so fucking over the top. It could be an early Stallone movie. Now I, Richard Hawk, shall dispense American justice without fail... No, it's you gotta find the black makata. Oh, so he went the Jeremy Irons route. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, oh. Jeremy Irons sounded restrained by comparison. I despise guessing games. It's like I despise this. And it was just that one guy. Everybody else was passable. <laughs> It's like the voice actor director took a week off and this guy was doing his lines. I'm looking at the castles. I do not recognize any of these fucking people. Oh, no. Like, you know, the like everybody else sounds sounds like they came off of like not like an older kung fu movie, but like some of the newer kung fu movies of the era, like 80s era, you know, where they started getting better voice actors. No. Uh-huh. But it's like, uh, it's a little hokey, but I can deal with it. It's like, because I'm like, yeah, I understand that this guy's Asian, but he should not sound like fucking Liu Kang. Like, Strider sounds like Liu Kang, straight up to me. Oh, apparently the guy who voiced General Mikhail in that game was the voice of the spirit tree in Ori in the Blind Forest. He talks better Russian like this. Da. Like it's. Da, 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 I do not lose Strata. You have knife. I have gun. And he goes no, to shoot him. Not. And. Judy American Strider, And Strider just bats the fucking projectile right back at him. And I'm like, oh, uh, no, that's, like that's the first upgrade you get is the ability to do that. <laughs> Does he go, ah, oh, bush boy. Oh, no, he just dies. <laughs> Thankfully. <laughs> It's like you just hear him scream like, ah, shit. Dead. <laughs> but um, one thing I do have to. It's kind of like um, a little bit of a subtext of this game I did enjoy is. You're not the first Strider to go try to take this asshole down. Because. been many. It's like they sent a few before you. They all just haven't reported back. So they're dead probably. And everybody's like little Strider, and like it's like, oh, you think you're big and bad in Strider? We killed like fourteen of you. Fuck you. I've killed many Striders <laughs> before. What makes you think this will go any differently? Yeah, that's basically how it is. The first half of the game, the second half of the game, they still pull that shit, but you're like, 
my internal dialogue is like, you know, I think it will be going difficult differently because we'll go differently because I've been kicking y'all's asses. Then you get to the end of the game and oh my fucking god does it just oh like if before it was like um you guys ever watch a uh, Big Trouble in Little Channel? Of course. Okay. You know the part where it jumps the fucking shark in that movie? Which time? Which which part? The first time. So when the fucking elemental warrior dudes descend from on high? Yeah, basically. <laughs> like before then you're like, "Oh, I know what this is about. This is just like a ninja game, right?" Yeah, and then all but of a sudden it, the fucking ghost of that sorcerer summons his fucking warriors. Right. It's like with this game it's like, "Oh, I know what this is. It's a ninja game, right?" You know, it's cyborg ninjas, so cool whatever. And like you fight mechs, that's cool whatever. Then you get to the end of the game, like, okay, cool, I gotta feed this old man that has magical powers. Well, the magical powers have been established in this game before. Again, no big deal. Then this guy turns into um, the Dharma Will. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say a dragon for a minute. No, you already beat the cybernetic dragon. Oh. You fight that twice. First time, first time is the uh, tutorial boss where you bust off his head, then halfway the the game, you beat him to get the uh, ice uh, cipher upgrade. Does, does he chase you down a tunnel, hitting blocks at you? No, he uh, goes on one set. He'll be uh, he will go on one side of the screen, roar, freeze a bunch of shit. If you're on that side of the screen, you'll fr- get froze. But you have enough time to where you can get over to him and just start waylaying on his ass, and that's how the entire game goes. <laughs> or, or how that entire fight goes like there is and you have different options and I am not joking to where th- this is the I win button left bumper B <laughs> if you hit them with the phoenix like bosses in normal mode if you hit them with the phoenix option it takes an eighth of their health you can usually pull it all off nine or ten times so you can miss two or three and still have like most of your health left and just finish them off with your fucking blade weapon okay then but that that was my I win button I was beating that game way too quickly (laughs) I might replay it on hard just to see if there's like a major difference in difficulty but probably fucking not cause cause it's just it's good for a playthrough but not for like over and over again, unless you're speedrunning it. No. Or want to get bragging rights that you 100%ed the game. But, yeah. That game got weird at the end, because the ending credits have you on top of the alien-looking Grandmaster, because, of course, the end boss has two forms. And the first form is him as an old man, the second one, again, the Dartmobile. You're in orbit, crashing, or you're in the upper atmosphere, crashing and going through that, and you're just standing on his fucking chest, and I'm like, yeah, I'm a badass. And the game ends. <laughs> Do you even land, or is it just you're falling down? It's like, well, that's it. Uh, post-credits, it has your character with a stat screen. <laughs> 
That's it? Not even a text crawl? <laughs> oh, it's like you get a stat screen post credits of like, hey, this is everything you did. Like, you got X percentage. This is how long it took you to beat the game. That's doesn't even shit. say congratulations, you have won. No. Oh, too bad. I think there might be a thanks for playing somewhere in the credits. There probably is. But... Congratulations, you have finished a great game and proved the justice of our culture. Congratulations, you are the bestest player. The best way I can explain like a lot of the visual and presentation stuff is like, okay, we have, like, Americans today have our version of how we saw the 80s. Or how we see us in the 80s, right? This is Japan's version of how... They remember us in the 80s. <laughs> Red Scare movie references, bad kung fu flick references, and just like, you know, I am number one American bullshit, superhero bullshit fan- power fantasy. But did they have and us it being works. in did they have us being in fear that they were going to take us over with business? Oh no, like Japan or America bad. themselves like isn't aren't directly referenced. It's just like, oh. it throws everything that we were afraid of or like into at the time. Like we were red scare. Like it's like Kazakhstan is the f- fictional place that you're fighting. Ah, Kazim. And like, and you're in I know, I made city, Kazakh city. That's almost as bad as Carbomia. Carbomia. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Oh, uh, that, that nice made-up Middle Eastern country. Yeah, it's a made-up Middle Eastern country in the old Transformers cartoon. Right. Car-bombia. Car-bombia. That's why Casey Kazim quit. Casey, yeah, the Socialist Democratic Federated Republic of Carbomia. Carbomia. Population, 4,000 people, 10,000 camels. Correction. Population, 3,000, 2,000. One and a half? Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> but still 10,000 oh, camels. <laughs> it's like, no camels were hurt in the milky- making of this country. I swear on the grave of my mother's camel. <laughs> <laughs> I- I'm sorry, this should be in a fucking, uh... Oh, uh, what was it? Team America? <laughs> That's just what it reminds me of. It's just like, this is a satire of everything. Anyways... That game was fun, but I've also finally knocked off something off of like I never beat this game when I was a kid. I'm fixing this problem because to me, it's a problem because I'm like I never experienced the ending and it's kind of like classic for my generation. Donkey Kong Country. I never beat that fucking game when I was a kid. Yeah, neither did I. I got to the last world. On the second half of the world. Yeah. And would l- just get stuck. At what? Uh, The part where you have to get the fuel tanks. Oh, that one. That thing was a bitch. Because you yeah, did not it do it perfectly, hard, but... you got fucked. And yeah, no, you, you, you had to get every one, or you might as well just give up. Yeah. Um, So, I beat that Saturday? While I was rendering videos. Cool. No. And 
I did not know about the King K. Rule fake out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, he actually got my ass, and I'm like, I was like, wait, some, it's like, okay, the credits, I'm not really paying attention, then I'll take a quick gander at the credits again, because I'm like, wow, that was, sh- oh, wait, those are fake. Yeah, no, the credits is like, hey, credits, K. Yeah, and it start with everything with a K, it's like, and the stuff is made by a creep. <laughs> and, like, villain names that start yeah. with K. Because all the Kremlings start with K. And then he gets up. He gets up and he starts fucking jumping around like a goddamn jackrabbit. And I'm like, oh, God, I don't know this pattern. And if I get hit, I'm done. Yeah, I got hit. It's all right. He faked me out, too, when I was, like, 10. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, like, if you don't know what's coming, it was built well. Yeah. Sounds like it would get you. Like, now you just have to finish Donkey Kong Country 2 and 3. Or did you do that already? Uh, beat 3 when I was a kid. I oh. tried to play 3 earlier. Like, I think, I don't know, two days ago. But did you no. completely finish 3? Or just, you know... Beat it. So you didn't I did not. You didn't I did not 100% birds. it. No. I did not get the Banana Bird Queen ending. And so. honestly, I dislike 3. I think out of the trilogy, the second one is the best. Yeah, I'd agree with you there. Second one, um, because the best. third one, I'm like, and I'm actually looking at the notes. I found out the third one was done by a Rares B team at the time, <laughs> because the A team was working on titles for the N64. Yeah, they were probably working on Banjo Kazooie. Uh, I think they were working on Goldeneye. Oh, really? Maybe. Well, that's true. Oh, that's right. Goldeneye was made by Rare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back when Rare made good things. Before, before Banjo Kazooie. Before, before the Banjo Kazooie nuts and bolts. <laughs> I mean, before the age of Microsoft. Yeah, before fucking grabbed by the ghoulies. Uh, Remember that? Connect sports. <laughs> Your body is the controller. You ever wonder what the bottom of the fucking Avatar's foot looked like? Bam, there it is. It's like, uh, And, you know, it, it like, you shot, shot before it only goes so far. Like, at, fun, at first I thought it was funny that Rare uh, made a shitty, like, a horrible fucking game. Even if it was with something I loved. Like, it, correction. Here's the thing about Banjo Kazooie Nuts and Bolts. Alright? And feel free to disagree with me. It's not a bad game. It's a bad game, Benja Kazooie game. Yeah, pretty much. It's an okay. Like, it's an okay racing game, but you know that's not what you play Banjo Kazooie for. Now Banjo Kazooie is a fucking platformer collectathon. Yeah, like um, the thing is, is like say even like Donkey Kong sixty four. I didn't like it at first. Because I was thinking Donkey Kong Country. No, this is... It had more in common with Banjo-Kazooie, so as soon as I... I I had to get myself into that mindset before I could get into it as a kid. You know? Yeah, no. Well, everything had to be 3D back then, and you know... Well, even then, like... Graphics. Even then, it was like, hey, this is, like... Just gameplay-wise... There's a huge difference between a collectathon and how Donkey Kong Country plays, which is get to the end of the level. You can do it as fast as you can or as slow as you want. 
But the game, but if you're good at the game, you can speed run that shit. Uh huh. And you can even, you know, do secrets if you want. The main way of progressing wasn't by collecting shit. Much like Donkey Kong 64 and Banjo Kazooie, the <laughs> way you progress is by getting enough jiggies and or golden bananas. Yes. Oh, banana. Oh, banana. <laughs> so, you know, how you design those games are completely different. And from that standpoint, I get it. It's just not what I was wanting or expecting. But once I got what it was all about, I'm like, okay, I'm good now. You know, I, I like me some Badger Zooey. I even bought the one for the Game Boy. Advance. <laughs> Gr- Grundy's Revenge. Yeah, I like that shit back in the day. It was so weird getting used to that, though. <sighs> but, yeah, th- those were the, those were two games I, I played because, you know, I have to beat a game a week and time. <laughs> no, alrighty then. Those were playing then. On to news. Yay. So first up, Valve has announced that coming this spring, they will be replacing their Steam Greenlight program with Steam Direct. Hallelujah. Steam Greenlight, for those who don't know, is a platform where people can put up their games and then users can like vote on them and then those games may eventually make their way onto the Steam storefront. They have been a fucking onslaught of just asset flip horseshit. Yeah, what would happen is like a lot of people, if I remember right, is there would be like, say, I'm developer XYZ. I promise to give you a game code to give so many people a game code pulling out of the pool the people who vote for to get my game on Steam. Yeah, there are people who do stuff like that. There are also just really garbage publishers who are able to kind of like foot the bill and get their games through Greenlight just automatically because once you have a publisher, you can kind of just do that. Yeah. Um, I think like the entry fee was 100 bucks on Greenlight system. Oh, well... That's kind of that's a that's thing they're gonna be doing with uh, Steam Direct as they move forward. Well, yeah, they're still gonna have it. It's like, but with uh, Greenlight, it was just a hundred bucks. You can get that back if it didn't get um go through the system. If that makes sense, yeah. If it didn't make it to the end, with this one, they're kind of up in the air on the price at the moment. Yeah. So according to Steam, uh, they have explained that quote. We will ask new developers to complete a set of digital paperwork, personal or company verification, and tax documents similar to the process of applying for a bank account. Once set up, developers will pay a recoupable application fee for each new title they wish to distribute, which is intended to decrease the noise in the submission pipeline. And as it is, they're still kind of debating about the publishing fee, and it can range anywhere from $100 up to $5,000. Huh. Yeah. Which... This is just the way I see it. $5,000 is too much unless it's like, hey, you're Bandai. You can afford this. Yeah, absolutely. Like, maybe... I'm, I'm thinking, like, maybe a 1000 bucks, but even that might be a bit much. Yeah, like, let's say if you're a college student who actually made a really good game, because that has happened before. Yeah, but if you're a college student who made a really good game, you probably can't afford the $100 anyway. Uh, you'd be surprised. I was a college student once. I couldn't afford food. 
if you're like, hey, if I went to my dad when I was a college student, it's like, hey, dad, I need $100. What for? I'm trying to sell this game. He might actually foot the bill. <laughs> Probably, but you know. You know. You know, that. I mean, I, I know that's like a weird way of looking at it, but it's like, hey, you get someone to help fund you, fund you, and you can get someone to help fund you in your family if it's that low. However, if it's, you know, like say uh, Stardew Valley, right? Yeah. The guy who made it lived with his girlfriend while working at a fucking movie theater for two years making this game. Huh. Um, his The reason why there's a lot of the farming stuff is accurate, like this. Sorry. <laughs> Did you drop your fucking mic? I docked it with my hand because I talk with my hands. Um, <laughs> like, like, you know, X grow. It's like, you know, um, turnips grow into spring and melons grow into summer, shit like that. Mm-hmm. He got and how about how long it would happen if you condensed the se- entire season into 28 days. And a reasonable, he his girlfriend was like a student in plant biology, like she was an undergrad in plant biology. Huh. So that's yeah. That was God. How long since it been since I reviewed? Because whenever I review a game, I actually go and try to find like interesting dev shit because that's what I personally like. But yeah. I doubt he would have been able to afford much more than a hundred bucks. Yeah. So we will be seeing when will we see what the actual fee will be in the coming months? It's going to be another like three or four months before the before the platform is actually rolled out to everybody. Yeah. But assuming this works, this would this will be real good for Steam, especially. Yeah, I just wish they'd curate it a little bit better. <laughs> Yeah, I, th- I think that's what it's they think. Like the uh, you know the the paperwork and money fee thing is for. Like like before it was just hey we just fucking put it up. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, you got some people who are confident in projects that they shouldn't be. Yeah, it's like hey check it out. I downloaded this fucking stock asset like little first person shooter from the Unity store. Give me money for it. Hey. Nice. Anywho, give me money for the asset. Where I bought these six assets and whittled them together. Please pay me for all this work I didn't do. Hi, I'm Digital Homicide. Give me money. Actually, they changed their fucking name. <laughs> Again. Digital Suicide? Uh, no, it's like an acronym now. <sighs> anyway. Moving on to next week's news. So, The Deep End Games. Which is a developer I have never heard of. But it's apparently made up of veteran developers who worked on games like Bioshock and Dead Space. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be bringing a brand new horror game to the Xbox One, PS4, and PC. The Xbox One is the newest part of the announcement, with the PS4 and PC versions being previously announced. The game's called Perception. Called? Oh. <laughs> yes, and it is a first-person horror game where you play a blind person. Yeah. Uh, so, echolocation. So it's sound yep. only. Yep. Well, well, it's no. They give you a visual representation of what echolocation would look like. You ever see uh, that? You ever see that Ben Affleck Daredevil movie? Yeah. It looks like that. like that. Oh. Like even to the color palette. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm currently looking at their logos to see if they ring any bells and their uh, some other things that they've worked on. And I'm like, at the moment, I'm like, uh, no bells are ringing. Their logo's really generic. Yeah, it's just like a fucking sign. Now, one thing I will say is where underneath, I want to see underneath they didn't they put the dots as in a pictorial form uh, and a perception logo it's perception and braille yeah that that's a nice little touch what must it be like being a blind person playing a game where you're playing as a blind person inception if you're a blind person you probably can't play games no there are people there are blind people out there who play video games that's quite impressive. Yeah, like uh, there, uh, there was a I, I saw like a fucking show a while back on GameSpot where somebody like emailed in is like, "Hey, I'm a fucking I play Kingdom Hearts a lot and I'm blind, so the lock on feature they, really helps." I'm gonna say, are they legally so so they're just legally blind? I.e., their eyes are terrible, but they can still technically see. Oh no, there's been someone who bit, beat Super Mario World who act, who is completely blind. He can't like, see from birth. He, he can't see nothing. That's yeah, it's, all, it's, all just, it's all just sounds, sounds and timing. Huh. Just like, alright, I've been running for this long at this speed, and then I jump here because there's a pit right there because I've it's fallen like, into that fucking thing like 8,000 times. It's like, you know how, like, say in the underwater world, it's like... I get that, but yeah, I don't, I don't know how That's all you, he does. And thank God you stopped singing that when you did, otherwise Nintendo might claim this podcast. I stopped there for a reason. Speaking of Nintendo... Yeah, yeah. Final thing, obviously news. Uh, Nintendo has announced that they will be doing a big old global fucking, basically a beta test for Splatoon two this March. Hmm. Yeah. So Splatoon is uh, set for release on in summer, but from but on the March twenty fourth to twenty sixth weekend, they will be having essentially a kind of open beta thing. Uh, for people to go, people to ch- test out Splatoon two, and for them to like try out their servers, it'll be it'll be in one hour chunks over the course of those three days. So on Friday, it will be from eight to nine Pacific, which would I believe be uh, eleven to midnight, and then from noon to one. Again, Pacific. All these times are in Pacific. Uh, on Saturday, it will be from 4 to 5 a.m., noon to 1 p.m., and then 8 to 9 p.m. And then on Saturday, and on Sunday, sorry, the sixth, the 26th, it will be from 4 to 5 a.m. Pacific again. Now, these time zones are all just for people out there in the world who... May who's like, hey, it's like, hey, it's noon. It has to be at noon. Oh, it's like fucking seven in the morning, or it's fucking eight, or it's fucking like three in the fucking morning, or some bullshit. Yeah. yeah. We'll be seeing how that goes. I we will not really be talking about the switch for a while because I don't think anybody's going to be getting it at launch. I'm not getting it at launch. No. No. Um. I'm. I'm the opposite of an early adopter. I'll wait until it, like, I have a general rule for myself, at least when it comes to consoles. I'll wait until about a year and a half from its launch. 
by yep. that time, any bugs should be fixed or well documented that they're an issue to so I can have an informed buying experience. I buy it if I have the money, which I rarely do. Well, you know, I just don't don't really. If you were out in the middle of nowhere, I would suggest a street corner solution. If my my PS3 was a gift, and I only have a Vita because some crazy person was giving it away on eBay practically for only thirty bucks. <laughs> oh God! So I naturally I said he didn't think it was worth much because there's a tiny crack on the screen. I'm like, I'll take it. It's still not worth much. It's a fucking Vita. Well, Vita's, well, here's, Vita, Vita's retail for like two hundred something dollars. Well, that is way too much. The Vita is a JRPG machine. Pretty much, yeah. Look who we're talking to. Fair. I, I still got- don't play many JRPGs on it. I mean, I only I only got it for Persona Four Golden because somebody was giving it away practically. For th- Although it's going to come in very handy in a couple of days when Super Robot Wars V comes out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you you went from I'm not I don't really play JRPGs that much to. I play JRPGs in the same sentence fragment. No, 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 no. I play JRPGs. I just not on the Vita. <laughs> so yeah, that is for no, news. No, no. I, I don't. I haven't played many Vita's JRPGs. I do play JRPGs most of the time. Yes. On to new releases. All right. So for this week, the week of February twenty first, we have Halo Wars two, the regular old edition coming to X Bone and PC. We got Berserk and the Band of the Hawk. Come to PS4, PC, and PS Vita. Alex. Well. Uh, the, I guess that, means, that, for that, guess that means I should get it. Yeah, Psychonauts and the Rambas of Ruin. PS4, that is a PS VR title. Huh. Uh, Harvest Moon 64 is getting a re-release in the Wii U. And there's something called Pixel Stories coming to the PS4. Which I cannot believe that there's something beneficial to me by accident. <laughs> and also, though it's not going to be coming out here officially, Super Robot Wars V comes out, complete with a uh, Singaporean English subtitled version, which is technically English. It's not very good English. But it's English. But it's English. You'll be able to, under- you'll be able to understand it. You might laugh at it a lot. Spot that English. And but then... It, yeah. Next week, week of February 28th, we have Horizon Zero Dawn coming to PS4. And based on earlier reviews, oh. that game's going to be fucking dope. I want it. I'm going to be getting PS4, it. But I am broke. I'm getting paid have- the day it comes out. Well, we know where your paycheck's going. Yep. Some to food, but more to this game. Oh, God. And then we also have Just Dance 2017 Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 1-2 Switch Steep Rayman Legends Definitive Edition Skyland Imaginators Super Bomberman R The Binding of Isaac Afterbirth Plus I Am Sets in a World of Goo Little Inferno and Human Resource Machine coming to the Nintendo Switch all on March 3rd. Holy shit, man. Breathe! I'm going to say, for a second, I thought you said Just Dance Legend of Zelda 2017 edition. That was going to be, what kind of game could possibly that be? Oh, yeah, it's... Uh, it's so, oh, no, 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 I'm it's sorry. All, it's all Pitbull remixes of Zelda tracks. Uh, no, I'm sorry if that game existed. No matter how shitty, 
I would buy a Switch, buy that game, just out of spite, just so I could laugh at it. Just like, do, 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 it was like, no, do, 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 whoop on Gangnam Style. It's like, what the fuck? What is this? 2014? Gangnam Style hasn't been in vogue in fucking decades, dude. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, I think Gangnam Style mm. is pretty much dead. Yeah, it is, but still, it'd be funny. Even Sai is sick of it. And that's going to do it for this week, everybody. Thank you all for joining us. Uh. We'll be back in two weeks time with those of us at video games podcast. In between now and then, we're going to be having regular run news, baby reviews, podcasts, all kinds of bullshit, but until then, I'm dead. And Alex. And I'm Sip Lock Bob. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye.